Tehilim Kaf Gimel, Hashem Ro'i Lo Echzar, is a mizmor with which many, many people are familiar. It's one that's recited by many on a weekly basis, if not more often. And it's very brief. It's very brief. Perhaps that's why it's very famous, but more likely it's very famous and well-known because of the beautiful description of bitachon that it describes. It's a mizmor unlike any other in which we hear the mishorer feel completely trusting and confident in God, and this trust gives him a complete sense of peace. He views himself as a sheep, and God is his shepherd. This mizmor of complete bitachon expresses that everything that God does, whether during good or bad times, is for the good. The mishorer feels that he has everything he needs, food, drink, protection from enemies, even if he is aware that his life will not always be peaceful and he may be beset by enemies, he still feels that he has everything that he needs. This very confident sense of bitachon is perhaps what gave us confidence in the previous mizmor in Kafbet that he would for sure be saved from his enemies. Or perhaps this mizmor was said after uh, being saved from an enemy, or it can just be some more like a life outlook that one who follows in Hashem, can have this sense of security. The mashal presented in this mizmor of Bnei Israel as a sheep and Hashem as a shepherd is not a new mashal. It's something that we've seen elsewhere in Tanakh. But perhaps the simplicity as well as the concreteness of the mashal is what makes this mashal so powerful. So even though we may know this Mizmor by heart, perhaps as we go through the words, we'll understand why it is such a powerful Mizmor and we can go deeper into what the significance of the Mishalim in this Mizmor are about. The Mashal basically has two, the Mizmor basically has two parts. In the first section, Pesukim Aleph Tedalid, the Mashal is that of a sheep and a shepherd. And then in the second part, just the last two Pesukim, He and Vav, the Mishorer views himself as a guest in the house of Hashem. Pasuk Aleph. Mizmor David, Adonai Ru'i lo echsar. David Sam, Hashem is my shepherd, I shall not want. So right away, the shepherd provides everything he, that his sheep needs. So too, we feel completely provided for by God. Pasuk Bet. Binot desha yarbitseni, almei minuchot yinahaleni. In grassy meadows he lies me down, by calm waters he guides me. The grass imagery is very fitting, for we are talking about an image of a shepherd, and the sheep obviously go out to pasture in the Nuot Deshe. The word here, beats as well, is specifically used in connection with animals. So we see that the language of the Pesukim very strongly sustains the mashal of Oroe and Aseh. And we say that that the Ro'eh brings brings the Mishorah to calm waters. And while waters in general are considered to be a life-giving force, here we have the image of calm waters, for we know that streams and rivers can overtake a sheep or overtake a person. Here we see that Hashem is, and the Ro'eh, bringing the speaker down to calm waters. So in these first two Pesukim, we saw the image of the sheep in the meadow. And in that sense, a sheep can't really survive on its own. 
it needs its shepherd to provide the food, the water, and the place to lie down. Next, we'll see the image of the sheep walking on a path. And while the sheep are being herded, it's possible that the sheep may veer from the path. And in that instance, the job of the shepherd is not only to provide for the basic needs, but also to offer protection and guidance on the proper path for the sheep. Pasuk Gimel, Nafshi Yeshovev, Yancheni v'magelei tzedek l'man shemo. He restores my life. He guides on the correct paths for his name's sake. So when the sheep is lost and his life is in danger, the shepherd guides him on the correct path. And the nimshal can be that when man is in a time of tzara, when he's on the run, Hashem will protect him by putting him on the safe path. That is the view of Rashi on understanding this pasuk. And we know that that phrase, nafshi yeshovev, very much a feeling of a restoration. God is bringing back my life to me. If I'm in a down place, God will restore me and strengthen my soul. Pasuk Dalet. Gam ki elech begesamavet lo irara ki ata imadi. Shifticha umishantecha hema yenachamuni. So we'll start with the first part of this pasuk. Though I walk in the valley of darkness, I fear no harm, for you are with me. Rashi looks at the word tzalmavet and says that the word tzalmavet means darkness, similar to the word tzalmut. But in our pasuk, there's a variation on the pronunciation, and we pronounce it as tzalmavet as opposed to tzalmut. So if Rashi's explanation is correct, then the, explana- then the translation that we typically hear in English of though I walk in the valley of the shadow of death, is not necessarily correct. On the other hand, there are other commentators like Mitsudatzion who say that the word salmavet is a combination of the words sel and mavet, which would be shadow and death, so that would give support to the common English translation that we hear. So whether we're talking about walking in darkness or walking in a in the shadow of death, in both cases, we have a connotation of dark and narrow places, both images which are often metaphors for death. So while the word-for-word word translation that we commonly hear might be off, the overall sense is correct. And if you look back at this image of Getzal Mavet, a dark valley, if you think about walking through a dark valley, if you've ever been among mountains or canyons, There is a feeling that even when you're in that dark, close, cramped place, you know that you're going out to somewhere. And the feeling of going out from that small, narrow, cramped place to the expanse and bright openness of a canyon after you leave that dark ravine is perhaps expressive of the feeling of calmness and confidence that that one can have in God. Knowing that at the end of the darkness, at the end of the dark tunnel, there will be bright expansiveness representing goodness and Hashem's care for the person. The second, the next part of the pasuk, Your rod and your staff, they console me. So the shevet is what's used to hit the sheep, while the mishenet would be the, a different type of staff used to guide the sheep.
So we see in this pasuk that the Ro'eh is guiding his sheep through different places. And even though the Shevet and Mish'enet might inflict pain on the sheep or on the herd, they are comforted knowing that they are being guided by their shepherd. And that whatever affliction they are receiving with this Shevet and Mish'enet is for their own benefit. So perhaps the Mishorer also feels that even in times of distress, he has bitachon knowing that it is Hashem who is the one who is guiding him. At the end of this pasuk, we also hear a change in point of view with shivticha umishantecha hemayinachamuni. Here the Mishorer turns to Hashem in second person. So while previously he was not directly addressing God, here we hear him addressing God. Yet another instance of what we've seen earlier in Tehillim where man develops the courage to turn to Hashem through his tefillah. So after we finish this pasuk, and the next two pasukim, the mashal shifts to the mishorer as a guest in Hashem's house. And like a sheep and his shepherd, a guest is totally dependent on his host and has confidence that the host will provide for all of his needs. Pasuk he, Ta'aruch lefanai shulchan neged soredai. You set out a table before me in front of my enemies. So the table was set. All of my needs were met, just like the needs of the sheep were met. And this table is neged sorerai, in front of my enemies. When I am sitting at God's table, none of my enemies will come for me, for I am protected sitting with God. Similar to the way that the sheep was also protected through the guidance of his ro'eh. But we'll see now in the next part of the pasuk, that it's not only the needs of the Mishorer which are being provided, the one who trusts in God gets more than just what he needs. You moistened my head with oil, my cup overflows. There was an ancient custom that before a meal, the attendees would anoint their heads with oil as a symbol of pleasure and happiness. So we see that not only is the guest being served with his set table, he is also being pampered. His cup is not merely being filled, it is overflowing. So the combination of these images of oil and wine show us how enjoyable the meal is. The meal is not only one of protection and meeting one's basic needs, it's one of pleasure. The reference to oil and wine is also one of the reasons why this mizmor is recited before Kiddush on Shabbat. Now, Pasuk Vav, Ach tov v'chesed yirudifuni kol chayai, let but good and kindness pursue me all of my days, and I will dwell in the house of Hashem for many long days. The, there's a sense of bitachon that the good that he is experiencing will pursue him for all of his days. Ach, the word that our pasuk began with, is a word of exclusion. So he's saying, let only good pursue me all of my days, and not my enemies. And then I will sit in the house of God for many days. So this mizmor, as we mentioned earlier, is one of complete bitachon. It's the expression of the man who is sitting with a complete sense of security, tranquility, and he feels calm and protected because of his trust in God. And again, this calmness does not stem from a false sense of understanding of what life is. He understands that he has sorerai, he may go on the incorrect path, there will be a shevet and a mishenet, but he is comfortable and at peace 
for he knows that Hashem is his Ro'eh, protecting him and providing him with what he needs.